Hello and welcome to On A Mission, the show where we share inspiring conversations with phenomenal women who are creating success and prosperity in their lives with purpose and passion. I'm Pauline Rodish, a success mindset coach and clinical hypnotherapist, and I'm on a personal mission to remind you that you are a beautiful soul and you have so much potential. And my intention for this show is to give you the nudge to answer your own calling and to rise up and take on your life's mission. Hello, everybody. Yes, I think we're live, um, or at least we're now recording. So welcome to this episode of On A Mission. And today I'm joined by the wonderful Anya Mulvey, who is the founder of JustUs.ie. And Anya and I had the pleasure of connecting through a mutual friend there recently. So I'm very inspired by what she has created and is creating, and she's wonderful aspirations for the future. So it's great to have you on the show today, Anya. How are you doing? Good, Pauline. Thanks so much for having me on. Yeah, delighted. Absolute pleasure. It's a real pleasure. So justus.ie, tell us all about it. When it started, what was the thinking behind it? What inspired you to start this particular movement? Yeah, so uh, it, we originally started it in 2018. So it's a good while now that it's operating. And when I say started and operated, like at the very start, it was me walking by myself for ages. And then it was my sister who joined and then a couple of friends that joined and it just grew and built from then to now fast forward two years um, coming up to three actually. And we've over a thousand members. Um, and yeah, so just give the background. I mean, you mentioned the word walking. So um, it's a social club. It started as a social club. Yeah, it's a social network. Yeah. Network. Yeah. And it was inspired because? It was inspired because I was very lonely going back to that time. Yes. Um, I was surrounded by people. I come from a big family, um, but I was still very lonely. And I thought it was depression. That's what I thought. I was sad. Yeah. Um, that's because at the time what I understood depression to be that you just felt sad. Yeah. So I kind of thought I, I wasn't sad and I have nothing to be sad about. And um, so I it just took me a while to figure out myself that I, that it was loneliness. That's what it was. I felt lonely. And, and um, can I, obviously, I know you're in a full time job. So you were busy at work. You have three daughters. I mean, which I have to please share the ages of your daughters, because the only reason I would do that is because you don't look old enough to be their mom. But oh, thank you. So so my eldest daughter is 20. Mm -hmm. I have a middle girl then, Leah, who's 16. And my youngest is Hannah, who's 11. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, so, I mean, you were busy, but that loneliness, I understand what you're talking about, actually. Yeah. Um, so you're being nudged to do something. And so how did it start? Did you reach out to people on social media or did you just contact people by text? How did, how did you get going? So I, I realized that if I couldn't find any support out there, by the usual way we connect with people, um, then it wasn't available. So I decided that I was going to do something that was going to make it available for me. And the idea really came from, I did a lot of networking for business mm -hmm. and um, it's, it's business at the end of the day, when we are in, in work or whatever way you want to put it, but we have a persona in work. 
I, I think, you know, a lot of us. Um, and then when you're networking in business, it was so easy to sell. You know, if you had a value or if you had a service for somebody, um, then people would be in contact with you. And then you form kind of business relationships with people. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what made me think you, there should be something out there that you can form friendships with people in the exact same way. Yeah. So if and forget yeah, business, like just leave the business to the side. Business. Yes. business because most so of our business want a break actually people want a break yes i completely agree with you it's so great to switch off so great to, but also yeah. where does most of our business and our um, referrals come to it's for true true relatives true friends true yeah. connections yeah so that's where the kind of idea formed and i said look well what i'll need to do is and i set up a, obviously a facebook page and um Instagram and I had a very a one page brochure website to just highlight what we did that and and the mission of just us that was all it was it was just to highlight that and, and um, have you got a, like have, do you have a mission statement yeah we've a mission statement that's still on on even though we've upgraded the website and it's yeah, done and it? share your mission statement so oh god it's very long <laughs> And it's very long, but it's basically um, a social network for women. Yeah. A safe space that you can make friends, make connections. And it, listen, it doesn't have to be that you make best friends or, you know, connections that you're going to. It can be a couple of times during the year where you meet up. It, it's, we don't take roll calls at the walks. It's, it's a flexible in and out situation when, what, if you feel comfortable with coming every week, brilliant. Love to see you. Yeah. So can you tell me this? You, you, it's it's mostly, it started out as walking. Yes. And where were you actually walking? What what locations did you choose to walk? Well, we were, I, I live on the north side of Dublin. Yeah. So the north side of Dublin. So yeah. Yeah. So it was literally on the footpaths. It was walking around and um, taking an hour out in the evenings. And then we decided um, if we were if we're going to set it up as maybe like a destination, we needed to focus on points that people would know. So the very first walks we did was in Clontarf, and we used to meet opposite the Garda station there. We still do at Clontarf, and we used to walk to Bullwall and back, and that was five kilometers. And that's that's what we did. We, and how many people, like on average, would show up? Oh, maybe like 10, 12 people. Yes. Um, and then we we grew that. They were kind of I call them the founding members. They're still with us now. Yeah. And um, we would walk down to Bullwall and we'd walk back and um, we knew that that was the kind of distance. And from that, we gauged how well people would be able to walk, how fast people walked, how slow, what paces. And then we ventured up to the Phoenix Park because it gave us more space and more routes and longer kilometers. Yeah. So, yeah, we moved over to the south side then um, and we went over to Bushy Park. We went to Hellfire Club. So we were really kind of judging. It was all trial and error. It was learning um, how much people can, you know, how much energy they had. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. You know, different, and different, different levels of fitness. Different levels of fitness. But people then getting to know one another, having the chats and um, the whole thing. Yeah. So it's grown to how many members now? Well, so we've over a thousand members and like I said, but the restrictions have really, oh, yeah. has taken Absolutely. away the business, Pauline, do you know what I mean? I, like for a huge amount of time. Um, and so we're really only back walking two weeks now. 
yeah and hopefully that will continue uh, yes yes but it so the walking club if you like has grown into something else so i mean there's no membership fee or anything for this it's just a no. question of being part of um people subscribe i guess and so they, they hear you know what's happening and when it's happening do you email people regularly yes very active on social media so you're, people are aware of what's coming up absolutely yeah so how have you turned this into a business so because of the restrictions with the COVID, we knew that we couldn't walk we couldn't meet up we couldn't so i still wanted to keep it going so then i started developing the products that we sell through just us yeah so we have a range of um i suppose it would be categorized as gifts but i like to call them gifts for yourself um, self-care self-care products absolutely but to me it's the tools that i used to make myself well and so i always say about the products they are you know they're brilliant but they are tools to be used with the support of the network so although we sell the products absolutely anyone can buy them and they're great gifts for people yeah. but ideally what you want is to be using the products but to be registered with just us so that you have that support and that friendships and network behind you because yeah. one thing has yeah. to be used with the other i know i love it but i mean what type of products are you talking about okay so we have we have um the little jar of positivity which is probably our biggest seller so we have it's 31 quotes um inspirational quotes if you take one out of your jar every morning and read it, it sets you up for the day just a yeah. little boost to get yeah, you going yeah um, and so that's the positivity jar. We also have a mammy jar that we created for Mother's Day. And it's old, you know, those old fashioned quotes that our moms used to say to us, our grandmothers used to say to us. And the idea from that came when we did the jar and um, I used my daughters, actually, we were doing them out and we had such a good conversation with, with my own daughters about these sayings because they were laughing, they were joking, they, they didn't even hear some of them. And for me, it was about that little jar created such a good laugh in our house that evening. Fantastic. And give us an example of some of the things that would be in the mammy jar. So in the mammy jar it would be like a little birdie told me, oh, you know, yeah. um, or it would be, um, God, I can't think off the top of my head now, but um, it's like, um, uh, Jeez, a, a little a little birdie yeah. told me well i would have heard that growing up for sure yeah and like I'm, yeah i'm trying the to secret but no listen i love it and when you say you created it did you write out all these things you're getting them printed somewhere and yeah so we we we, we picked from about 70 quotes um that would be kind of and they're real irish family saying yes so yeah. we picked from about 70 of them and then we we narrowed it down to like the 31 so we kind of do everything on a monthly basis Brilliant. And we pick the best of them or the funniest ones of them and then yes um i have a girl who does most of my branding and she does all that for me um maria and she's brilliant and then she takes them and then she basically between the two of us we turn them into a product and the branding is great and, and that's how it's done she organizes all that for me. And who, so you have and you are outsourcing like the packaging and all that kind of thing yeah 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 we do we outsource all that but, but a lot of it we, we try and do it ourselves because you know because we were working from home and because we had limited resource covid we were you know they're they're all homemade like they're all done by us 
at home yeah. like do you know what I mean yeah. you know, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's fantastic I really admire you for you know I think it's a great idea and I think it's needed you know yeah and the just us is fantastic you know for ourselves but at the same time it's sort of it's suggesting isn't it you know um that whole solidarity thing you know that we're, we're we're looking after each other and um we've got each other's back yeah and this is a place you can come to make friends I think it's yeah. so fantastic because loneliness is a thing even you know people can be so lonely in a crowd um it's a real thing for people you know yeah. I remember um hearing a couple of years ago like that London was the lonely capital of the world and I mean I know that I would have been very lonely at times living in London because I lived there in yeah. the early wait let's see when was that in the early 90s and I worked for British Airways at the time so I mean you're away flying but my colleagues that became my friends could have lived in Cape Town because we worked for an airline so they weren't kind of next door they weren't up the road it wasn't that you had that continuity and it was lonely at times yeah so I and, I, and that was probably the first time that I really experienced loneliness so mm. when I heard that statistic there recently fairly recently I said, well, yeah, absolutely. And I must admit, when I was going to London, my mother was heartbroken because she saw London too as a very lonely place because her brothers had gone over there when they were only teenage boys, 16, 17. And obviously she would have witnessed her mother crying, missing them. But equally, they didn't come home very often back then. Mm. But they too were lonely, you know? I mean, yeah. so look at, yeah, no, I think it's fantastic because it, 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 you're doing a great service for people. And... And I love the idea of just completely a network that is getting away from the business that it is strictly social, you know. So what yeah. else? You have a book club as well going, which I'm a, I love reading. I mean, my biggest problem is that I could have four books on the go at one time. So yeah. tell us about your book club. Yeah, so the book club, um, what we wanted to do was um, we wanted to create a book club again in a social setting. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it has to have a common interest as well. Do you know what I mean? Like to, to get into the events, we had to find a common interest for people, but it was like a bit structured. But then after it, it would be more relaxed, but everybody was there for the same goal and the type of like minded people would sure. be there. So that was what we wanted to create. So we created the book club. And what I said was I wanted to have it in venues across the city centre in Dublin that it would um, also count as a night out. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I didn't want the whole thing of the old style of book club where, you know, if you had a month to read a book and then it was kind of like questions and answers on the book. And um, because then you'd be terrified, like if you hadn't got confidence and then someone asked you a question about the book and like that, when you just ask, you know, I, I'm not a great, like off the top of my head thinker, do you know what I mean? Yes. I, yeah, um, but you know, and that's what I mean. If somebody if somebody comes to a book club and then they're asked, I didn't want them to feel that. I wanted it to be a really relaxed kind of. We're all there to read the book. We'll talk about it, but what it would happen on our own terms. And of course, a glass of wine will help that. Yeah. And but also, if you don't drink, that's fine. We had tea and coffee there, so that's that's in my head. And of course, when we did the book clubs, we did them on a weeknight because you know. Um, we didn't want to focus either too heavily on the social night out thing because yeah. it would turn into that. Absolutely. So, so that's what we did. We have it on a weeknight and um, it will be the first Wednesday of every month. And we had the book and they were great, you know, and but what was happening was there was a few people who would miss the last bus home because they were having a few drinks because they were enjoying themselves. But yeah. then you'd also have people who would turn up for an hour 
make a few connections and then that was grand they were going home so yeah. it worked really really well yeah how would you cope though if all your thousand members landed in the same venue how do you manage it like i mean with with the book club well you subscribe to the walking club and you subscribe to the book club separately but also yeah. the book club wouldn't have as many subscriptions as the walking the walking seems to be the main driver yeah. and but the book club does have you know they the subscriptions are there so again you're talking maybe about 20 25 people who will be there but that's not to say again with the restrictions we were hampered sure at the time when it was getting going all the venues closed and yeah. they're still not back opened so we tried to do it online and it hasn't been as successful online and um, but a lot of people are afraid of zoom they're, they don't know how to use it but we did see it building so now we have for this year while the restrictions are in place now we've settled on we're only doing four books this year okay and great idea yeah fantastic and do people get a chance themselves to sort of suggest a book is that how you or do you suggest all of the books well for the moment i am because again through organization because we're only doing and it's online yeah. we have suggested the four books for this year the members know when the book clubs are on and um, we offer the book boxes and it comes with your book and it comes with a few goodies in it and about wine for the evening yeah. but you can also just go and buy your book yourself there's no yeah. you know what i mean you can just yeah. take no i mean i just i really think it's I, I think you're you're onto something i really genuinely do i think it's fantastic i'm going to ask you some of the usual questions i would ask the guests sure. we'll move and we'll come back to uh, just us again so what's the most difficult decision that you've had to make on you um easy by far is taking the decision to move from our home um, where we were in Beliver back to Dublin and that was in and around the same time as I started Just Us so that was in 2018. And do you want me to ask where is Beliver? I just forget. I, 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 Beliver I... is in Meath it's um, probably in between Trim and Atboy. Okay okay yeah. and yeah. that was a difficult decision? It was a difficult decision we moved there 11 years previously like so yeah. my children grew up there. Yes and um, that was our family home. That was where we were. We decided to move there because um, the idyllic um, lifestyle of the kids walking to school yeah. um, in a smaller town outside of the city. Um, and that was what we wanted to do to, to rear our children. And um, it was great. They had an idyllic childhood, but yeah. they grow older. Yeah. And the systems aren't in place there to keep yeah. I know. So, yeah. So you're back. Definite burnouts happens. Burnouts. Yeah. No, I understand. You're back in Dublin. Yeah. Okay. What about um, who would you most like to meet and get advice from? Okay. So um, it might sound a bit strange, but I, 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 obviously, like I lost my dad when I was younger. But um, if I was to ever meet someone again, I would like to meet him. Um, but I believe like he watches everything that's going on around. So I would just like to meet him to clarify in my head stuff that's, you know, if he's seen everything, then I would like to meet him and ask him a few things that I try and sort out in my own head. It would be easier to ask him what's going on there. <laughs> oh, well, OK, I hear you. Have you ever actually even considered going to a medium to have that conversation? I, I went I know to a meeting. It's not quite the same. I know it's not quite the same, but I mean, no. have you ever considered doing that? Um, I went to a medium um, a, a, good, a long time ago. 
And I just made a decision to my, I made a decision to myself there and then that I was happy when I came out of the medium reading. Mm -hmm. I was happier, but I just kind of, I felt to myself that I don't need to be looking for answers all the time. I know he's there. Yes. I know he's there. So I don't need to, for someone to tell me all the time that he, you know, I just, I feel it and I know it. And you get the signs. And I get all, all the time. Yeah all the time it's a wonderful feeling when you have that you know sure. connection do you feel that you have or at least when do you feel that you have a connection to god your soul a higher purpose or a higher higher self do you have that feeling very often i i have it through just us yes i do and have it through just us. do you feel you've been guided to do this i do i do feel like being there's a hand in it anyway and the amount of times that i've um contemplated giving it up um i never have i've always powered through yeah. and we've got to where we are now but no yeah. i definitely think i'm guided there yeah beautiful and you know who would be the most influential person or people in your life oh i've loads of influential people um yeah in business like I've only had this conversation for the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, there will be businessmen, companies, businesswomen who I would always follow. I'd look up to them and I'd, you know, um, in, that's in the industry I work in. And I suppose, yeah, with family, like everybody, I'd have family members that would be hugely influential to me. Yeah. 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 And your daughters, no doubt. I'm sure. My daughters as well. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Every day. So fantastic. I'm sure they're very proud of you, given what you're doing. Um, so what, what advice would you give to your younger self, Anya? Well, it would definitely be to be braver, wouldn't it? To be, you know, to listen to yourself more. But it's hard to put a wise head on young shoulders. You, I think you have to learn everything you learn and, and your experiences to get to a place. Um, but I try and tell my daughters, I'd give them advice, obviously, as their mother. Um, I try and do it in a friendly way, too. Um, but sometimes I'm I'm really careful of giving of overloading them with advice because I just think it's so important to learn through your mistakes because yeah. that's what makes us who we are. Uh, you know, the yeah. tendency could be to uh, always have the safety net there for them. Yes. And the soft landing. Um, but you're so yeah. right. I mean, I totally agree with you. Um, and it takes even practice as a parent, doesn't it? It takes practice as a mother just because you want to kind of move in. And sometimes it's easier and quicker and faster. But it's yeah. not really, I keep saying to myself, no, they're not going to learn from this. They need to be self-sufficient and independent. Yes. yes. But, um, yeah. So, uh, no, I, I completely am on board with you there, I have to say. Braver. And I guess... You know, I see it, I got up a couple of weeks ago. I mean, I was up about five o'clock in the morning as I often get up that hour of the morning and there was two pans in the kitchen, you know, and there was a bit of egg left in, in, in a glass um, Pyrex jug. And it was my 15 year old, at least it is using YouTube, I said, for something other than whatever else he's looking at on YouTube. So he was learning how to make an omelet at probably one o'clock in the morning. But I was I, I I just had to laugh, you know. I mean, yeah. I, I was just so thrilled because I'm encouraging him the whole time. He is 15 and he's a bit on the I suppose a typical lad, but ma'am, I'm hungry, you know. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I straight away get 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 stuck in. Yeah. But I have to admit that, you know, I'm really encouraging him now. He's going into transition year, and I think this is a great year now. He's got more sense and 
you know, but actually he is doing it and he's making his pasta and he's just involved. And it's allowing, and it's okay. I say, it's okay. Don't worry about it. If you make a mistake, you can learn and, you know, he's cleaning up after himself. So yeah. it's, been, it's been wonderful, actually. Yeah, to definitely. Watch this, to watch this phase, you know? And yeah. I guess too, if, you know, that, that particular question, what would you tell your younger self? Um, I mean, I often ask myself that question from time to time, mm. but I'm also very mindful, even with my own son, that I don't bombard him with the things that I kind of wish I knew when I was that age. Yeah. Because like you say, it's important that we allow them to find it out themselves. Yeah. I often think that when the parent is telling you in a kind of heavy duty way, you're going to actually repel it. Absolutely. And, you know, to listen. So I'm glad, I'm glad that I can be honest with myself to remember that I didn't always listen either and I was going to do it my own way. So, you know, that's just how we have to really, really hold back. It's, it's a big, you know, it depends on what phase you're at in parenting. You've got your three different age groups there with your daughters, but, you know, it is, you know, it, that would be something that you'd probably chat on one of the walks about with other mothers, you know, they're going through the same kind of thing and you wouldn't feel that you're losing the plot when you're at home on your own and you know just trying to figure it out because there's no rule book is there when it comes to parenting not at all and my I three daughters raised the exact same way and the three of them are so different yes yeah it's that like amazes me I like I'm still learning as a parent like the mistakes I made obviously the mistakes I made with my eldest girl I I I'm a bit more dead wide now with the second girl coming up. So, you know, but I'm learning. And then especially with the younger one, then, you know, but they slag me because they say, you know, um, do you know the way kids go on? Like they all think um, I favor the other one more. You know, I get this all the time. And at the end of the day, they know that you love them just equally, but it's just. Oh, but it's it's like, I mean, I'm manipulation. It's manipulation with the kids, do you know what I mean? But you, you learn it, and then I'm the same with them. So I find that as a parent, I can be a bit, bit manipulating with them because I'll throw a solution out there, and I don't know whether you're going to take it or not, but this this is what I would do, and then it's kind of, so, you know, it's all a big kind of learning core for all. It absolutely certainly is, and all the more yeah. why we need to switch off and have these no. social networks, right? Just to actually feel a little bit sane for a while and realize, yeah. that, you know, we're doing it. We're doing our best. You know, that is it. We're doing our best. Exactly. So, listen, what book are you reading yourself at the minute? So, I'm reading Good Eggs at the moment from oh. Rebecca Hardiman, but that's the choice of the book club in July. So okay. that's what I'm I'm reading at the moment. Now I would I would read like a book every week, like I'll always have where in the evenings, but for some weeks like myself, I get too busy. Yeah, yeah. And do it. And, and listen, is that a non-fiction or is it fiction? Yeah, it's not it's funny. It's it's a funny kind of a book. Is it? Okay. Yeah, I, must, no. I must actually look it up. So what yeah. would your favorite quote be and why? Well, easy ones. I, I like I I'm, simple is the best but one of my favorite quotes if you use it all the time is yes you can you know just yes you can yeah and we love that one and then another one i have and i'm using it more and more lately like um is uh be kind always you know because it relates to every every aspect of your whole life yeah parenting in your job with other people to be kind always and you'll you won't go wrong oh completely and there's a great thing to be teaching your children and that's the one thing i say to my own son too is just be kind you know be part of a solution you know yeah. 
be part of the solution and um but kindness certainly i mean there's a big campaign isn't there especially yeah. last year yeah. was when um and unfortunately her name escapes me now the, the the presenter in the uk that unfortunately took her own life and then that whole be kind yeah. kicked off again yeah. but i mean you're absolutely right it's so important to um be mindful of that and and also to understand that when people are not being kind, that there is definitely something going on and they need maybe a little bit more kindness shown to them, you know, yeah. but they will soften with the right approach, I believe. But certainly be kind is a beautiful quote. It says it all. It covers a multitude of things. Yeah. So in terms of just us, because I, well, one thing we didn't say is in your daytime job, you're in the construction world and you're retail manager for a company here in Ireland. But um which you, you've already said to me previously, that's quite the masculine side of, of, of life for you. And then you have this beautiful sort of more feminine side in the just us and the social yeah. network that it is. Yeah. But what do you see as a future and yourself in this business going forward? Where do you see it going? So for just us, you know, the end game would be that just us will be a franchise around the world that any woman can take the network and she can run a network in her area and she can generate friendships for people and, and help in that way. Um, so that would be it. And the same with the products that we can get the products ready for retail environment. And we're working, to, we're working on packaging at the moment to try and get into gift stores and try to get the brand out there. Um, so that's, that's tough because like the country is really only reopening now and um, so that's that's our next step but it's also i think it's also a good time yeah you know and i mean that is a question yeah. of perspective isn't it so if you see this as being mm. the perfect time for this it will be absolutely yes yeah. you can like it's a yes yeah. you can absolutely you can do this and you can yeah. really get this message out there yeah uh, is there an equivalent for the men well, I get asked this all the time. I, I genuinely do. And I would really, and I mean this, it's, it, it just us came from, I just wanted a, a place for women to connect with each other. Um, but I, it was never by my intention to exclude men. Like yeah. that, I, that didn't even come into the picture. Sure. But um, I, I do see, I do see um, a kind of a, a, a network for men, but I don't know how I would be able to contribute because don't forget that I am just us. I'm there. I'm I'm the one on the walks. I'm the one starting the conversation. Yeah. I'm the one mingling. I just don't know. I don't know anything about sport. Yeah. I don't know anything about. I, I don't know what I would talk. Yeah, um, but maybe maybe you know somebody in your network. Maybe the the person yeah. the male that's living in the house with you might yeah. actually uh, just take it on. Has he ever thought about doing something similar for the guys? Um, no, he's just too busy and he's not a talker, which sure. is why I had to go out and find friends. In the oh, well, brilliant. I love it. Okay. Do you know what? That's a good thing just to finish on. So, well, well actually, let me just ask you one more thing, um, Anya. Yeah. Do you believe this is a calling for you? Like, do you believe that something is pulling you towards this? What's the bigger purpose of it? I, I just don't think in this day and age that anybody should be lonely. I really, really believe that there's no need for it. There's so many people out there who we can connect with. Yeah. And, and yes, you know, and, and you know, even speaking to my own mother who's visiting me at the moment, um, well, we grew up in Dublin in Fibsborough, like we grew up in a wonderful community and it was so incredibly 
inclusive like everybody yeah. was just in each other's houses it was an amazing childhood when I look back mm -hmm. on reflection you know everybody came in it was friendly it was just really nice um mm -hmm. and where my mother's living now and she's still in Dublin and my father and um, they really don't know their neighbors yeah and it's incredibly sad and it's yeah. it, that, that's worldwide you know I think that's in many many places including even in the countryside I mean I'm living in a lovely village in the west of Ireland in Galway mm -hmm. now I do know my neighbors but yeah we're not in each other's houses. We're not, you know, there's not as much interaction perhaps as there would have been as I, as I would have witnessed as a child. Yeah. And it is a bit sad, but we're lucky here. We have the, the woods beside us. So I generally have my chats with the neighbors when I bump into them when they're on their walks. Well, but it's I'm really on, walk on my own with the dog, and with no. the, you know, I'm with the dog, but it's great to have a chat or maybe to join. We, 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 we would extend our walk when we'd meet perhaps one or two friends and we'd end up well but it, it can be very very lonely Anya and I think you're really truly onto something fantastic yeah I think I you're just reminding me there of one thing that I did love about moving away from Dublin and exactly look I come from a family there's seven of us so mm -hmm. it's not I can't really explain to you that it wasn't it's not that you're not surrounded by people that's not what I feel loneliness is okay. but when I moved away from Dublin and went down the country do you know what I used to love I used to love, even if you drove by somebody in a car on the road on your way home, you'd always get right. someone waving. I yeah. And I, when I moved down for a I'd be like, is he waving at me? You know, and now that I'm back in Dublin, yes, that's exactly the same for my mother as well. Like that's gone because, I, and I don't think people mean it. Don't get me wrong. I don't think people mean it. But I think if you took conscious effort to mm -hmm. maybe when you're walking down the road, say, hi. You'd be surprised you know, at that I, I, feel, I do hi. say hi. I do say hi. Yeah. Funny thing, when I lived in London and I remember like my English friends, I would actually be saying hi in the streets of London and they would say, Are you, you know, Are you mad? wrong with you? Are you mad? Yeah. And eventually I will tell you, I did stop doing it. Right. I actually did stop doing right. it. I would have gone into the local shop for maybe yeah. milk or something and I'd say hello and talk about the yeah. weather as you do yeah. but they'd be looking at you because nobody engaged in conversation and it is incredibly sad we've just we've just lost that ability to a large degree but we can bring it back and I think too yeah. that perhaps people have taken this whole idea of not wanting to impose on another person you know yeah. you know their privacy and all that kind of maybe just way too beyond too far too far too, too far, far. And I do know too, we're busier perhaps now than we were. Certainly when I was growing up, my mother didn't work. So she yeah. was always at the house and the women were yes. all at home. They didn't work either. Yes. Although it was different, but I, I think you're really onto something, Anya. And I, I really admire you for what you're doing. And I have no doubt that it's going to be a fantastic success because I can see that you're bringing an awful lot of your skills that you've learned in the retail industry and your years of experience working in business mm. to this. Mm. I'm going to wish you every success and uh, with just us and where I see it evolving I, I know you're, you have a great head on your shoulders and your heart is certainly in it so thank you for doing this and um and, and well done maybe I'll join you on one of those walks I'm up in Dublin one of these days absolutely before. love to see you thank you Anya and so the, Anya's business is just us.ie so we'll put the link with um this um recording and please share it and uh, get in touch with Anya if you want to know more about it on her website and the wonderful products that she's creating. So I want to thank you for listening in on this episode of On A Mission. And if you're a woman on a mission too, I'd love to hear from you and have you as a guest on this show. 
So thank you so much. And until the next time, take care and be kind. I'm going to keep, I'm going to borrow that. I'm going to use it on this. So thank you so much, Anya. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you haven't already, please subscribe to this show so that you will be notified when the next episode is released. And remember, keep believing you're amazing and you have so much to give. Now is your time.